Blog Talk Radio.
job uh, working as an intern with yeah. Will Smith, yeah. you say to them, yeah. look, I have to have the Sabbath yeah. off, yeah. which may I just confess that I learned in my first meeting with Devon, all these years I thought the Sabbath was Sunday. Yeah. I've been going to church. We say worship on the Sabbath, worship on the Sabbath in the Baptist church. And you corrected me. You said, no, Sunday is the first day of the week. Yeah. Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. That's right. That's I right. stand corrected. <laughs> Amen. So you go to your first job yeah. with Will Smith yes. and say, look, I'm really excited to be here, but well, I have to have Friday. Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown off. Friday night to Saturday night, that is, that is the almighty Saturday according to the Bible. It, it ain't based upon moons or floating. No, sundown Friday, sundown Saturday, that is the set Sabbath day. Sundown Friday, sundown Saturday. That's it. For your first job, uh, working as an intern with yeah. Will Smith, yeah. you say to them, yeah. look, I have to have the Sabbath yeah. off, 
Yes. Which, may I just confess that I learned in my first meeting with Devon, all these years I thought the Sabbath was Sunday. Yeah. I've been going to church. We say worship on the Sabbath, worship on the Sabbath in the Baptist church. And you corrected me. You said, no, Sunday is the first day of the week. Yeah. Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. That's right. That's I right. stand corrected. <laughs> Amen. So you go to your first job yeah. with Will Smith yes. and say, look, I'm really excited to be here, but well, I have to have Friday. Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown off. The harvest, the harvest is plenty, but the labor is fruit. So this is the top part of the seven day coming out of Camp One, and what we got to do, we got to put on a recorded tape until those that's coming in the room do a little big time reading and the broadcast. So we're gonna put a we're gonna put a tape on temporarily. We're gonna look for a tape to put on, and once they Come in, although the International Society is packed jam, over 900,000, they're ready to go. But it seems like the children of the book is, got, is in a delay to come on the broadcast. So what we got to do now is put a tape on until they come on the broadcast. Let's see what tape I put on. Put a tape on. Oh, I try. I try tape 113. Let's see what that sounds like. Then once they come on stage, then we'll come back live on the bottom part of the seventh day. But I put on something to entertain until that time
And now, Voices of the True Israelites with your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Hallelujah. Yaquah. Live, Radio, top part of the Sabbath day. Worldwide international radio broadcast, top part of the Sabbath day, is now on the air. I'll be your host for the top part of the Sabbath day by name, your seer, Israel, of Sea Royal. This is top part of the Sabbath day. We got the memos in at all the other five campuses ready to go from South Carolina all the way down to Springfield, Chicago. Ready to go. Ready to go. See, always ready to go. Because we, cause we have been shown exactly what this man got planned for us, and we have to have some urgency. And I thought we might read that verse. But this is the day the Almighty made top part of the seventh day, and we see one of the most out of Camp 1, Mother D. up Israel, you see, you know, Sir, you know, I got a lot of time in this ministry, and I and I know the giddy up is not there, but we got to get that giddy up up because right now we know the harvest is plenty, but the labels is fruit, and we don't ran a good enough race now to start seeing the fruit of our labor, and that's 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 right, Mother Dear of Israel, we don't ran and. And all we saying, hold on. That's why we have to lead by example. Mother dear of Israel, we're going to have to lead by example. Because one thing about it, as a people, we're in bad shape. We don't know who we are. We don't know what this man saying, how to receive their blessings. So we don't have to kind of tighten up on our backstroke for this Ron Rahiro. And we're going to take a look at a statement that was written by the, um, in the book of Maccabees to talk about the, the Arsenians. See, Arsenians is people that's man back in the wings, mother dear of Israel. They land back in the wings. They're watching things. they kind of like straddling the fence. They said, now, we know it got to be a ministry somewhere down the line that got the right, got everything clicking the right way. And we know we got to join something that's right. We don't want to get burnt. we got to join something that's right. So that's, what it, that's, that's the way it is. So we know all over the world, on the international side, there's over 900,000 strong. Somebody somewhere is right now, big organizations right now, saying, them voices of, them Yaquas voices of the Jewish right, they really giving us a message. And sooner or later, they're going to come in, Mother, dear Israel. They're going to come in. That's why it's so important to keep talking about 
Romans 4.17. Call it although it's not as though it is. Lot of land, school, radio station, banquet hall. Listen, it talks about it in Romans 4.17. Keep talking about it, and it's going to come to pass. Because, listen, we got senior mothers and fathers. They've been off into Christianity, Islam, Judaism so long. They've been off into it so long that they really believe that they is doing the right thing. That's why you catch the Sunday churches packed to the mat on Sunday. But we got to show mother that Sunday, according to the Bible, is not going to get you the blessing you want called eternal life. Sunday is the wrong day according to the Bible. Now, I didn't say you couldn't worship on Sunday, but according to the Bible, he never blessed Sunday to be a worship day. He blessed Friday night, Saturday night. Um, case in point. So he blessed Friday night, Saturday night. For your first job uh, working as an intern with yeah. Will Smith, yeah. you say to them, yeah. look, I have to have the Sabbath yeah. off. Yes. Which, may I just confess that I learned in my first meeting with Devon, all these years I thought the Sabbath was Sunday. Yeah. I've been going to church. We say worship on the Sabbath, worship on the Sabbath in the Baptist church. And you corrected me. You said, no, Sunday is the first day of the week. Yeah. Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. That's right. That's I right. stand corrected. <laughs> Amen. So you go to your first job yeah. with Will Smith yes. and say, look, I'm really excited to be here but well, I have to have Friday. Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown off. You see, so that's why we can't take nothing for granted, Mother dear of Israel. You got people that really thinking they're doing the right thing by worship on Sunday. 9 o'clock in the morning, 11 o'clock in the morning, they put on their best clothes and they go to um, a Sunday worshiping worship place. But, that's, but it's, it's not correct according to the Bible. So we got to have the right spirit to show soundly, and then we got to come up with the facility where if if we don't do nothing else to our loved ones, you got to bring them to that great big temple of Yahweh's boss over two Israelites, and have your parents come in just for one time, and the spirit of Yahweh will take it from there. Because he'll put the same spirit on us to let them know that we've been doing the wrong thing. But we really believe we were doing right. See, that's why by us not knowing who we are as the peoples of the book, the children of the 12 tribes, we more will answer to being a Christian or do you have a church home more than knowing that your true nationality it's in Exodus chapter 1, 1 through 7. You are a member of the 12 tribes of Israel, and this is a bloodline thing. And your forefathers made a statement with Yahweh. They said, listen, Yahweh, all you tell the dignitaries we're going to do is be obedient. But see, we went into captivity. But see, now we got to try to wake them up, mother. So I'm ready to go and do my part. Now, I'm going to bring Mother D up Israel. Like we said, the harvest is plenty. It's plenty of work to be done. But your labor is fruit.
Mother, they're going to come, Mother, because this is the right ministry. So all we got to do is lead by example. So I'm going to bring Mother D of Israel in one of the most out of Camp 1. And um, see if she's ready to holler in that microphone, but I know she's always ready to holler in that microphone. And, and listen, those that come in the room, if you think you can holler in that microphone too, just uh, leave us a call and leave a message on the international line, 224-600-5579. So listen, hey, Sarah, you know, I, you know, I've been reading in my church for many years, but this YHWH man, that's that's a big name right there. Yeah. So anyway, see, you got to practice. Whenever you see the word Lord God Jesus and Allah and Buddha in your Bible, in the original text, your text read YHWH. In the original text. So you got to practice that, although you read English. Okay, good. You read English. English was not thought about until 449 A.D. It became an official language in 1382. All Bible manuscripts. We talked to Adam in 4004. In 96 A.D., all manuscripts of the Almighty was closed. That was it. He had nothing to say that he didn't have written in that book. So he told John in Revelation 1, 17 through 19, he said, John, listen, I want you to write the hereafter, 1, 17 through 19. So when John put his pen down in 96 A.D., his story was told. Then he came right back with a precept and four verse one and two. And said, John, write the hereafter. So anything that comes after 96 AD is not from our mighty one. That's from Satan the devil. So when did you get these names you call on right now that you fall all down on? Lord God, Jesus, Allah, Jehovah. You got it after 96 AD. Everybody in the Bible that the Almighty communicate with, he spoke to them in a Semitic tongue, now they call Hebrew. See, you have to know these things. Don't you know, hey, you remember, you remember your parents and your parents' parents, how they always praying, and I mean, on their knees all the time, just praying hard. They believe they were praying to the right person, but there was not. So I'm saying this is a big job ahead of us. So those who want to get in where they fit in at, and you think you can stroke that microphone, give us a call on 224-600-5579. we got six locations from South Carolina, from Baltimore, Maryland, Detroit, Michigan, Kankakee, um, Springfield, Illinois, and Chicago. If you was in 70 miles, get in where you fit in at. Your blessing is when you get in where you fit in at. Whatever Yahweh put on you to do, the four-letter man, do it. He'll put a spread on you, and matter of fact, we might talk about that too in the top part of the Sabbath day. We might do it all. We might talk a whole lot of good stuff on the top part of the Sabbath day. But right now, remember, the harvest is plenty, but the labor is fruit. But 
one thing about it, oh, Mother D up Israel, she ready to go. We're going to bring her on, and then we'll get something going on. Now, yesterday we was able to burn the old elder. We burnt him out. He said, well, you see, you know, you know I, I had to run that broadcast all the way, and I'm a little burnt out. See, I don't care. I'm saying, you know, you're a little burnt out. But guess what? I ain't never burnt out. I'm always ready to go. Because I know it's as important of this is laying this foundation. See, the city ain't never burnt out. I'm always ready to go. What kind of ready? Very ready to take care of what? Yahweh's business. Because I know this, let us know plainly. You have to go through great tribulation. You're going to have to suffer to get to where you want to get to. It ain't going to be no cakewalk. No. They're going to lie on you. They're going to say that you are driving cars from here to Acapulco, New Mexico. You do everything. They might say, Mother of Israel, you, you this and you that. It might happen. But one thing about it, Yaqua got it written, it's going to happen. All that you got to suck it up to understand one thing. Yaqua's word is going to stand, but he's telling you plainly. Those that betray Yaqua's men and women, you might get away with it and get you uh, 30 pieces of silver. But Yaqua is going to put the fear of the night on you, and he and when he raises you back up, he's going to kill you again. You're going to pay when you mess with Yaqua's servants. So go ahead and let somebody bribe you out and get you 30 pieces of silver to deliver somebody up that's anointed in Yaqua's word. I bet you that it's written you're going to pay the price. You got it? Good. No, no say we'll bring mother in and we'll get something going on. I'm always happy to come before the national audience. Over 900,000 strong on the international side. Look at WCC. What you saying, WC? Sierra, how many of you think it's all pro forces of a Jewish life? Well, I don't know. I know you don't stack the deck. I, I'm clear about that. But we don't stack the deck. Catch you in something. Yeah, well, you're going to catch me in something all right. You know what you're going to catch me in? It's bringing Mother D up Israel in and get the top part of the cell with going. Hey, Mother D up Israel. Yaquah bitches have seen Royal. Yaquah bless you, Seer Israel of Sea Royal. Hallelujah, Yaquah. Hallelujah, Yaquah there, Mother. Do you want to add anything to what the CM said? Or, uh, do you want to add anything to what I just got to saying? I've been, I've been talking my talk for a few minutes. But that's the way I feel when I come to, to some Yaqua. See, Yaqua, I put a spirit on you. And you know when you got the spirit on you. Because you know. Because the level, you, you raise your level up big time. So, Mother, you want to add anything before we get something going on on the top part of the seven days? And, uh Take care of Yaqua's business. What you got to say behind that, mother? Come on. I just want to go and take care of Yaqua's business. Yaqua? Yaqua. All right, then, mother. That's what it's all about. Well, I'll tell you what. Why don't you, why don't you swing over to Matthew chapter 10, verse 19, and let's peep at that and see what, what's going on with 10, 19. Let's peep at that for a minute, mother. Let's peep at 1019 and see what what it got going on in 1019 or the book of Matthew. Top out of Saturday. This is all.
daddy on me. Let's see what it says in Matthew 10, 19. Matthew chapter 10, verse 19. But when they deliver you up, take no thought how or what you shall speak, for it shall be given you in that same hour what you shall speak. Oh, what that supposed to mean when they deliver you up? I know we're going to go to Luke 12, 12 in a minute. What that supposed to mean, mother? Let's go to, Matthew, let's go to St. John 16, 1 through 5. What that supposed to mean? What it mean by they're going to deliver you up? What that, what that mean when you preach up your Bible and Matthews, I mean St. John 16, 1 through 5? What that supposed to mean? St. John. Chapter 16, 1 through 5. What's that name, mother? St. John, chapter 16, verses 1 to 5. Verse 1. These things have I spoken unto you, that you should not be offended. Verse 2. They shall put you out of the temple, yea, the time comes that whosoever kills you will think that he does Yahweh's service. Verse 3, and these things will they do unto you because they have not known the Father nor me. Verse 4, but these things have I told you that when the time shall come, you may remember that I told you of them. And these things I said, say not unto you at the beginning, because I was with you. Verse 5, but now I go my way to him that sent me. And none of you ask me, whether goes you? Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, Mother, read verse uh, 3 and 5 again before we do Luke 12, 12. Read verse 3 and 5 again. Cause now you just now you just dropped a bombshell, Mother. Ain't no accident, but you just got to read. But read verse 3 and 5, 3 and verse 5 again there, Mother. St. John 16. Verse 3 and verse 5. Verse 3. And these things will they do unto you, because they have not known the Father nor me. Verse 5. But now I go my way to him that sent me, and none of you ask me whether goes you. Mm-hmm. Now you see that, mother? Now, now you see now. Now look what you're stumbling upon. Now you're stumbling up, up on some good stuff. And you know we're gonna investigate that after we hear some Luke chapter twelve, verse twelve. What does that say, mother? Okay, Luke chapter twelve, verse twelve. Luke 12, 12. That's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <A paper. Stop. laughs> 
Luke 12, 12. For the righteous spirit, for the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. Mm-hmm. Hey, Mother, what, what, is, what is the righteous spirit, Mother, in uh, 625? Uh, what, what, is, what is that? What's that supposed to mean for the national audience? What that mean the righteous spirit would teach you what you ought to say. What's that supposed to mean, Mother, in 625 or Deuteronomy? What's that supposed to mean? The righteous spirit going to teach you in that same hour what you ought to say. What's that supposed to mean when you precept your Bible to 625? What's that mean, Mother? Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 25. And it shall be our righteousness if we observe to do all these Torah instructions aloud before Yahweh, our Yahweh, as he has commanded us. So it, it, is a, it is a commandment for us to do all the laws, statutes, and a command. It, and, and what did the people say? I mean the people of the book, mother. What did they say behind that? Now, Mother, we're going to take a look at something, what they say behind that. So it's a commandment to do all the laws, statutes, and the commandments. So now, in the 19th chapter, Mother, who is he talking to and what response did they give behind that statement right there? We're going to Exodus 19, and we'll look at verse 3, 3 and verse 8. What I want to know, Mother, is it is a commandment to do all the laws, statutes, and the commandments. That is your righteous. So when you say to a person, are you righteous? Oh, yeah, I'm righteous, I'm righteous. That means you, you, mean you're doing the laws, statutes, and the commandments. Uh, yeah. No, you worldly righteous. You ain't Bible righteous. No. You worldly righteous. What did the people say in 19, verse 3, and verse 8, Mother? Exodus 19, 3. Uh-huh. And what else? And you said Exodus. Yeah, three, yeah, 3 and verse 8. Ex- three Exodus, and chapter verse eight. Exodus chapter 19, verses 3. And verses 8, and verse 3 reads, And Moses went up unto Yahweh, and Yahweh called unto him out of the mountain, saying, Thus shall you say to the family of Israel, and tell the children of Israel. Okay. Verse 8. And all the people answered together and said, All that Yahweh has spoken, we will do. And Moses returned the words of the people unto Yahweh. Mm-hmm. Hey, 
now, now look what you got to read, Moses. Now he told Moses, go and tell them that you got to keep all the laws, statutes, and commandments. Now, and Moses went and told the children of Israel, he said, YHWH said, you got to keep all the laws, statutes, and commandments. And they said, all that you say, Moses, we will do. You see that? Mm-hmm. You see that? So here's the point we're making here, Moses. Yahweh heard them all the time. But, this, but that ain't how he, See, this is one of the greatest mysteries in teaching. Yahweh heard everything that they said. But that ain't how he works. Moses returned and told Abdul Yahweh had heard all the time. But he was not going to respond until Moses bring back the message. And see, that's why the school is so important to understand. We always believe that that pastor on Sunday got a word from the mighty one. Listen, not if you're breaking the law, statutes the commandments, you can get a message, but it won't be from him because you got somebody that's in the message. That's why we got to teach this. Probably when the school comes, the last thing, the first thing that those that got here, bring your grandparents before they check out one trip down to the school and let them hear the truth before they check out. Because right now our grandparents, our grand aunties, uncles, they really believe that they're going to be absent away from here in three years or seven years. They really believe that. They really believe that a man can change the Bible Sabbath day and say, well, I will Sabbath day is Sunday. But where did you get that from? The Bible don't support your, your Sabbath day is Sunday. That's a man cooking the books on you. So the greatest thing you can do is get your aunties, Uncle Leroy, down to the school one day, one time. Then say, well, hey, Yaquah, take it from there. Because if he wants them them to be reached, when they come in to the Yaquah's bosses of the two Israelite school, it's going to be. Then they're going to finally hear that all they have been doing for all their life, they've been doing Isaiah 55, 1, 2, and 3. Spending their money and their time, but that was not bread, which is the word. Because if your parents still think that you're going to be out of here, and when you read Revelation 21, the temple is coming down here on earth, but you've been taught you going up, up, and away, away, you're going to miss it. Because when you read Revelation End Time Prophecy 21, 1, 2, and 3, he said the temple is coming down. He's going to bring it down. He tell you in St. John 14, 1 and 2, I go and prepare a place for you, but I'm going to come again. And they are taking that and turn that around 
and Christianity, Islam, and Judaism and saying that you're going to be leaving here. You wasn't crazy to leave here. He's going to whoop everybody here, and then you're going to paradise. And, and that's another lesson that we talked on. You put the tape about the paradise, you know, like he told the two thieves on both his sides. He said, one of them, the day you be with me in paradise. And I'll be doggone, you know Christianity say paradise is up, up and away. You see that? You got a lot of teaching to do. That's what we got to lead by example. First one in, last one to leave. Because if you don't get your blessing, y'all go out and ask you a question. What did you do to help your 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 senior aunties and uncles? Did you tell them about the bosses of the two as life? Did you tell them that I'm gonna take you down at one time to the school? Did you tell them that? Yes. Tell them down at one time? Yes. Okay, good. And I thank you. Did you do so? Well, I ain't got no record that they, they must have done it in their mind because the angels the angels do Hey, hey, mother, you got your book of Enoch, mother? Hey, mother, you got your book of Enoch? Can you, can you, um, have one of them grandbabies looking, looking to your, your big bag and bring out Enoch? First Enoch twenty verse one. And I see our elder came to the room, so I tell you, we bring our elder in. And I give you a chance to go get the book of Enoch out. Now we gonna talk about Enoch. Enoch is written in Genesis. You know he the seven from from Adam, and he walked with the Almighty. So he got plenty to say, but nobody want to read what he says. I tell you, we do. Mother, you go find that book of Enoch, and we bring our elder in. Well, say you know, like they say, you know, I I stepped out pretty good yesterday. I said, yeah, that's yesterday. What about today? What about today? I'm ready to stretch out some more because one thing about it, I see the picture and a, seer, and a wise seer, according to Sirach 10.1, will instruct his people, the time is right, the time is now. Land, school, banquet hall, radio station. Learn how to work that PayPal. Put something in that PayPal. Matter of fact, let me read something real quick before I bring out here. Let me read something. They're going to tell you something. We need our own because they're doing everything they can to keep you from hearing this message. They'll cut, they'll cut off a lot of people's own broadcast, tell them they don't get in in time. You ain't, when they don't let you in the room, they do a lot of things. You know why? They're going to force you to put up a shut up. But I want to read something before I bring our elder on. There's something about what Josephus said. Now, Josephus, he was, um, he was in, he was in the captivity when the children of Israel went out in 780. He was a historian. And when he, and when he, he was there to write exactly what happened. So if you're going to believe anybody, you, why don't you believe the eyewitness? He was there. And, they, and and he and he said something. I can't. I'm looking for my 
Wise Antiquity Book of Josephus, he said something. And he remember, remember Yahweh the Son said that in Luke and Matthew that it won't be one stone, uh, stone on another that won't be thrown down. See, the reason he said, you know, all them stones going to be thrown, thrown down because when he set that place on fire, that temple on fire, children of Israel had a lot of wealth. And that, and that gold melted into that stone. And so when they were, when they were burning it, the temple down, and they seen all that gold that got into them bricks, they shoot. I'm taking I'm taking these I'm taking it back to Rome with me and getting me a couple hours off of this. So they were hauling out bricks because he had gold inside of it. That's the reason he said that in the van. That's why he said that in the van. But I'm struggling right now. I'm trying to find out what, what Joseph said. He said something in antiquity. I can't find a book right now. See? But he said something. That's what he's saying. Look, the harvest is plenty, but the labor is fruit. And if, uh, if you want to see this thing work, which is going to work, you want to figure out how to get in where you fit in at. Because Yahweh going to say something to you. He's going to ask you a question. Okay, good. You did all that. You 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 done the world's job. And you got the plaque on the walls to it. You did it. Yeah, okay. But what do you do for my for my ministry? That's what he's saying. Well, well, who is your ministry? Yahweh's voice over two Israelites. That one that teach you uncut, thus says me. Well, what did you do with that? What did you do? Show me what you did. Huh? That was that was he gonna ask you a question. What did you do in the ministry? Was you part of doing your part in the ministry? You know the gift that you got. Whatever well, your gift is, Yahweh the one gave you the gift. So what part did you do in the ministry that makes him happy? Then you'll be stuck. You'll be stuck. He's gonna say, No, I, I forgot to do my I forgot to do part of the ministry. I forgot every time when I get my hand on something, I pull a ten percent out. I forgot about doing that. So uh, what did you do there? Well, I, I I went and taken what I should have put in into the ministry, that ten percent which you say is required to take out on everything I get I hand my hand on, I forgot to do that. Oh, you forgot to do that then. Well I, well, I forgot to do something for you, but the big angels ain't forgot to do something for you. See, we get, see, we have a tendency. We catch it. We got alligator arms, and we do a whole lot of fun. We get our hands on them weekly, monthly checks. Do you know Yahweh is required for you to take a 10% out and, and get to the ministry, and you are dang if you listen to this ministry, you both to follow the rules of Yahweh say. You remember what they said over there in that in nineteen verse three and eight told Moses, All that Yahweh say we will do. Okay, we're gonna tell you what Yahweh said. But let's read about Josephus real quick. Josephus, Antiquity, Book fourteen, chapter seven, page one ten. Let's see what he say. He said and let no one wonder that there was so much 
wealth in our temple. Since all of Judah throughout the inhabitants of the earth and those that worship the mighty one, YHWH, yea, even those of Asia and Europe, sent their donations and contributions to it. And this was from very ancient times. He's the reason why they had so much wealth. Whether they came to the temple or not, they still hit and had somebody dedicated to come out of it. All parts of the world of the known world, and got that money to that temple. And that's why they had so much money in that temple. Well, you know, I I thought I got, no, you ain't got to do nothing to hit that PayPal now. He'll make it so convenient for you, they're going to tell you all about it. You hit that PayPal where you know you're going to receive something on the blessing of the mighty one. You pull a 10% out and put it to the side, get to the ministry, then look and see. Land, school, banquet hall, radio station. Ready to go. It's up to you. Keep on having them alligator arms, and and when it's time to reach in them pants pockets and reach into that um, purse, you catch amnesia. But you always remember to tune in to listen to the broadcast over 900,000 strong on the international side. You imagine that 900,000 strong on the international side sitting in their donations and free will offerings. Do you know the school, the temple, the banquet hall, the radio station that have been here? Because all of them is for one thing. It's to get my James 520 and Matthew 2521. Well done, my good and faithful servant. I care less about the cares of this world because I know what I was created to do. Show you how to get salvation. And you're not going to get no salvation with them alligator arms, and you're not pulling them tipping cents out and get it to that PayPal or bringing it in. It's up to you. Tell you what time it is. So when bring our hell in, he'll tell you all about the broadcast that Mother on found that book called Enoch, and we're going to read 20 verse 1, so Mother be patting 20 verse 1. So I'm going to tell you what the angels be doing. We're going to find what the angels be doing in the book of Enoch, what they be doing, and we're going to read in Genesis that this man Enoch walked with the Almighty. And he wrote something about the angels after we bring our elder in. So we meet our elder with a loud voice. You say, Elder Mr. Tibbs Israel. Yaquah, did you see Israel? And Yaquah, bless you, see Israel, and see you, Quail. Hallelujah, Yaquah. Well, you know, you, you know, you, you, you threw down yesterday in grand style, no doubt about it. And the harvest is plenty, but the labor is fruit. So um, the national audience is all ears over 900,000 strong on the international side. So what you got to bring to the table for the top part of the seven day? Take your time, Elder. I'm going to find me some herbal tea there. Come on. Well, once again, Yaqua bless you, Sir Israel, and thank you for bringing me into tonight's broadcast among a cast of over 900,000 listeners, and that's a good thing. But as you say, the harvest is plenty, but the laborers are few. That's unfortunate, because when we look at that, we have a lot of people that want to help. That's good, too, 
Those are the laborers. But then you turn around, and some people, they want to give you hope. Well, hope is a dangerous thing because it's not a prayer. I hope I get it right. Well, I hope I can do my hope. You need to help. If you can't help, don't hope because that's not faith. We have faith in the word of Yahweh, and this is what makes us walk forward as a man or a woman. We all came to hear these things that most of us talk about, but some listening, they can never understand. See, this is one of them. But Yahweh's ministry makes all of this misunderstanding very possible. We have many that came to see things in the Bible through proper teaching. And some looking at the same Bible, they can never find it. These are the misinformed. They can do none of these things. Oh, I got that right. Oh, no, no, you don't. This is why the words of Yahweh that is taught makes all this and more possible for the righteous. And the key word is righteous. Those are the ones that are wise men and wise women, as the Bible says. They will share a wise word. But then you have some listening. They want to cast that same word after it angered them behind their back. But we have to be aware by knowing the scriptures and the Bible precepts, we're given the knowledge to know. We have those out there that camouflage the evil or confused teachings and overly loud bump the gums contest for righteous learning when things don't go right for their end. Even using the Bible scriptures as verbal weapons against us that I already know. But we should remember the reason for this. The best is already here. We're just waiting for the rest to come. And that's the way that's the way it is. But we welcome and thank all of you for attending another live broadcast of Yahweh's ministry that comes to you live and open to you always with new and exciting topics from the King James Bible. And first and foremost about Yahweh's word which we have a lot of people even question that. Even asking us, how do you guys get this much information from this one book? And it comes from connecting the books, the word of Yahweh, your health, foods that you should eat, keeping the Sabbath days, and much more. We get much more from this Bible because you have not. And this information you came to seek, and you have now found it, in the voices of the Trizvites, tribe of Yadah. We're opening to you for this information from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. on the days of Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. No class on Tuesday, but we do have a Sabbath class. Top part of the Sabbath is Friday. That's today. Class time starts at 7.30 to 10.30. And the bottom part of the Sabbath is Saturday. We have a temple class that starts at 12 p.m. and an online class that starts at 2 to 5 p.m until the temple members desire to leave. We also have a website address. Now to use this, open up any search engine, any one of your smart devices. Right on that search line, enter tribeyada.com. And after you click enter, just under a big line, you'll see some choices. One would be tithes and offerings. To use this feature, click donate with PayPal. Step number one. The next step, step two, click send. And the amount that you wish to send, and there's even a box to type in the message if you would like. And doing this may God bless you. 
Also, remember what it says in the book of Psalms, chapter 96, verse 7, and verse number 8. 7 says, Give unto the Aqua, O your kindred to the people. Give unto the Aqua, glory and strength. 8. Give unto the Aqua the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Now, I always remind everyone that when you're doing this, to remember the Yaquah vows of your forgiveness. And also donations to this ministry is greatly appreciated that you give according to the Bible scriptures that are mentioned in the book of Leviticus, chapter 27, verse 30. And once again, mentioned in the book of Hebrews, chapter 7, verse 8, and verse number 9. And this is done to keep this ministry bringing your Dusseus Yaquah alive. Also for building a school, which is very well needed, a banquet hall, radio station, and land to grow the health foods we continue to speak of on this program, our local Yaqua. Also while there, check out our calendar, which is there to help keep you, your family, and friends in tune with the Bible feast days that come to us throughout the year. We also have a live program, which is a feature that's available during our live broadcast time. And to get there, this time on that search line, Type Yaqua Radio Live. And after you click on it, look for Voices of the True Israelites, Tribe of Yadda. And click the Red Live button as soon as it appears. You'll be right into our live online broadcasts. Also, there's a few numbers you can call with Yaqua in mind. The first being our live conference phone number, which is 319-527-6065. The other is 224-600-5579. This would be our international number, where you can call and leave a message on those Bible scriptures that you may have questions on, which can be answered by anyone of the six anointed camps of Yahweh's ministry. But now also in saying that, do not call this number trying to teach. I'll have to remind you, you want to get here a discouraging click, followed by a dial tone. Also by calling this number, you can order what our members know as the 12 programs via the 12 tribes of Israel on DVD. Just make sure we get the correct name and the correct address, and you will receive it from. On another note, we might ask, please do not contact us here via email, phone, or text before broadcast or afterwards. He's usually pretty busy with the WCC, the New York Station stockholder, Mr. Cigar Man, and answering many memos. And even besides that, the Latter-day Saints. So please use the international line of 224-600-5579. And if the question is legit, you will receive a call back, unless you call trying to teach. As I said, you'll only hear a discouraging dial tone. Now, for those of you who have maybe missed the beginning of today's program, you can catch the entire show after 10.30 p.m. And to do that, once again, enter the three words, Yahweh Radio Live. After click enter, look for Voices of the True Israelites, Tribe of Yahweh. Just choose the program that you are late logging into or any previous day that you would like to listen. Also, during our normal broadcast, broadcast, we're also simultaneously transmitting on PalTalk. PalTalk can be logged in by your phone, your tablet, or computer. Even nowadays, your smartwatch. Just make sure you've downloaded the PalTalk app. We'll be listed under Ethnic Group 
African Americans look for voices of the Trisolites, tribe of Yada. The room will hold 50 or more listening participants. For Yahweh's word, we'll also be working for your Bible education. An online there to answer the on-the-table topics we discussed during our broadcast will be Elder Mr. Tibbs, Israel, along with Seer Israel writing her shotgun. And during this time, we'll be taking no comments off topic or any more than two text questions answered at a time. But if broad talk ends before teaching time, we will continue our teaching on bell talk. But a continuing reminder I usually give when we're given the scriptures to speak by the seer. Be quick to hear and slow to speak. So the words of Yahweh will flow smoothly, remembering that we have hundreds of thousands of listeners that want to hear those righteous words of Yahweh and not confusion. Doing this, we have to be careful not to make worldly statements that we can't back up by the Bible, but make those statements that can be backed up in the Bible. But once again, a reminding note before we pass our program back to our seer Israel, as he said, donate to PayPal, make our temple run smoother. Hallelujah. chapter 42 verses 18, 19, and uh, 25. Verse 18. Hear you deaf and look, you blind, that you may see. 19. Who is blind but my servant or deaf as my messenger that I sent? 
who is blind as she that is perfect, and blind as Yahweh's servant. That's 19. <laughs> Verse 25. Therefore, he has poured upon him the theory of his anger and the strength of battle, and it has set him on fire round about, yet he knoweth not, and it burns him, yet he laid it not to man. So why he said, I'm burnt. These people hear you deaf and hear you blind. I'm burnt you on every side. And you ain't you ain't considered why I'm burning you on every side. Because you got to remember one thing. You left out as a nation, and you got to come together as a nation. Because when you come back in, you come back in as a nation. You're not coming back in on individuals. Here you deaf, here you blind. You, oh, I got mine, you get yours. No, 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 no. That ain't what Yahweh have put on the children of Israel. No. He, he said, who is blind than his messenger? That's what he said. His servant, he said, his servants is blind messengers, messengers that are blind. He's anybody. He said, he's nobody on the face of the earth is, is blinder than his servants. Now you know what we do. You precept there to find out who is the servants. See that's what you do. See you don't talk a good game. You precept a good game. You tell that preacher yours, preacher, when you going to precept that Bible? He was looking at you and said, what? What did that supposed to mean? Eh? And that's when you know, that's when you're going to start clicking. Man, I've been paying my tithe. We were all going to donate to a man, a uh, minister like Oprah said. God, dog, I didn't know. I thought I was doing right in the Baptist church, but I found out I wasn't. See, sooner or later, it's he, going to dawn on you. You're not doing right. Oprah came clean. For your first job, uh, working as an intern with yeah. Will Smith, yeah. you say to them, yeah. look, I have to have the Sabbath yeah. off, yeah. which may I just confess that I learned in my first meeting with Devon, all these years I thought the Sabbath was Sunday. Yeah. I've been going to church. We say worship on the Sabbath, worship on the Sabbath in the Baptist church. And you corrected me. You said, no, Sunday is the first day of the week. Yeah. Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. That's right. That's I right. stand corrected. <laughs> Amen. So you go to your first job yeah. with Will Smith yes. and say, look, I'm really excited to be here, but well, I have to have Friday. Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown off. Now, this is a billionaire. Now, she, this is a, a billionaire. I made all the money she can stick a stick at. And didn't even know that the day of worshiping is Friday night to Saturday night. She thought by going to the Baptist church she was doing right. You know, she even built a Baptist church over there in, um, in Africa somewhere. The land of Shem, what they call him. She really thought she was doing right. But sooner or later you're going to find out that you're going to find out that um, 
Hey, mother, you going to find out Isaiah 55, 1, 2, and 3. Hey, hey mother, D of Israel, sooner or later you're going to find out. And I'm, but we're not saying this to We're trying to show you that it's time now is to wake up out of the sleep wind. We've been in a sleep for a long time. And guess what? The other nations is the ones put us in that sleep. But it's time now you come out of that sleep. And how you come out of that sleep? Keep tuning to the broadcast. We'll show you. Isaiah 55, mother. One, two, mm-hmm. three says what? Isaiah 55, verses 1 to 3. Ho, everyone that thirsts, come you to the water. And he that has no money, come you buy and eat. Yea, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Verse 2. Wherefore do you spend money for for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which satisfied not. Hearken, listen diligently unto me, and eat you that which is good, and let your soul delight itself in fatness. Verse 3, incline your ears, and come unto me. Here and your soul shall live, and I will make an everlasting covenant with you, even the sure mercy of David. Can't can't read it and can't can't bring out no plan in that. But he was talking to his messengers, his servants. So let's find out who is his messengers and who is his servants and who is his elect. That we can read by name. See, one of the greatest mysteries is we can go to a religious gathering. You never hear these verses read. I wonder why. Is this a concentrated effort not to read these verses? Because somebody might ask a question about his servants. And he's going to tell you in Leviticus 25, 55, who his servants is. He's going to tell you plainly who his servants is. I mean plainly they're going to tell you. Just write it down. Leviticus 25, 55. Let's talk about the mother day of Israel. Leviticus. <laughs> Leviticus 25, verse 55. Okay. Now, Ella, let me know if um, you've got some here between you. You, you want to, you know, uh, get in and... and uh, you know, we understand, but if you if you can get in some of this some of this good good throw down there, you know, let them know. Just say hallelujah, and then we know uh, how to uh, take it from there. What does it say, mother? Leviticus twenty five fifty five. What does it say? Leviticus chapter Leviticus chapter twenty five verse fifty five. For unto me the children of Israel are servants. They are my servants, whom I brought forth out of the land of Egypt. I am Yahweh, your Yahweh. Hey, mother, according to 
Moses writing what the Almighty has said, according to 2555, who is the Almighty's servants? According to that verse right there, who is his servants, mother? The 12 tribes of Israel. The 12 tribes of Israel. All my life I thought his servant was the, the Baptist preacher. No, uh-uh, no. This verse will never be read. It'll never be read. No. But it tells you exactly what he said his servants is. Then he had a fear, mother, and Joel, 2, 27, and 28. See, I'm writing down as he gave it to me. I don't have nothing in writing as he gave it to me. And look what he says that we can read in the book of Joel the Seer. Listen to what he says, time Leviticus 25, 55 in. Let me tell you something. These preachers that you stand before that you and put all them tithes, free will off the donation in, why don't you tell them why you don't have why you don't preach up your Bible? Why you never told me we on the wrong day? Why you never told me we use the wrong name? Why you never told me that we ain't going to be raptured no up, up, and away, the kingdom coming down here? I'm plowing my time in with you. You had my mama, my auntie, just got their stockings full of money given to you, and you ain't taught them nothing. So I don't know what to do to you, preacher. I should take the uh, and and but I'm not. But you know, you gotta come clean. I I I I continue in the ministry, but you gotta come clean and teach better. You gotta teach what the Bible saying. Joel two, twenty seven, twenty eight. But say that mother day of Israel. Listen to this, precept. Okay. Joel chapter two, verse seven. Huh? Yeah, 27. 2, 27, 28. Yeah. And Elder, have the uh, Isaiah 45, verse number 4 waiting on me. Isaiah 45, verse 4. Have that waiting on old, old yeah. Seer. Joel 2, 27 and 28. Take your time, Mother, and do yeah. your part. Come on. Joel chapter 2, verse 27 and 28. Verse 27. And you shall know that I am in the midst of Israel, and that I am Yahweh, your Yahweh, and none else. And my people shall never be ashamed. 28. And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. Mm-hmm. Read verse 32, mother. 32. Yeah, I'm going yeah, to ask a question. But what I'm going to do, I'm going to answer that question myself. I'm going to ask a question. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to answer it myself. Verse 32. Joel chapter 2, 32. And... And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of Yahweh shall be delivered. For in Mount Judah and in Judah shall be 
deliverance, as Yahweh has said. And in the remnant whom Yahweh shall call. Wow. Hey, Mo, that's real big. You mean to be to be delivered, to get to where you got to get to, you got to call on the name? Hey, Mother, how many letters is the name, Mother? How many names, yeah. how many letters is the name you got to call on to be delivered? Four letters, Y-H-W-H. So those is called on Jehovah. That is not going to get it. You see that? So those that call on Jehovah and Jesus, that ain't going to get it. He said you got to call on the four letters to be delivered. Hey, Mother, did did you read how many letters you got to call on, Mother, to be delivered, Mother? According to Joel 2. Hold on. on. Let's go see it again, man. Don't. I mean, take a deep breath before you just crank back up on the city. I might be still talking. And just take a deep breath. we got plenty of time, mother. So the city want to know one thing. We just read a verse in Joel 2.32. He said you got to call on his name to be delivered. That's what he said. And I, I want to know how many letters in his name that we got to call on, because everybody will be delivered. I won't be delivered. I don't want to end up where, you know, that the worms going to be wearing me out forever. I want to know how I get delivered. See, the reason you both be going to worship is for the preacher to show you how you get delivered. You see? So, Mother, now go ahead and take your time now and break down that verse 32 for the national audience. What is he saying, Mother? Now, it's all yours now, Mother. I'm all ears. The world listening. Come on. Joel chapter 2, verse 32. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of Yahweh, Y-H-W-H, shall be delivered for in Mount Judah and in Judah shall be deliverance as Yahweh YHWH has said and in the remnant who Yahweh shall call YHWH Mm-hmm. So for the national the audience sake, mother, is he talking to all nations? What, who is he talking to, mother, according to what you read in 27, you read 28, and 32? Is he talking to all nations by our sons going to dream dreams and see visions? Is he talking to everybody, mother, According to verses, it's, uh, did he pick out a specific mother? Well, I don't know. I won't know for the national audience. Who is he talking to about they're going to see dreams and your sons and daughters going to prophesy? Is he talking to all nations 
according to what you just got to read, Mother. Take your time to address the nationalities of all ears. He's talking to the 12 tribes of Israel, his servant. That what he's talking to? Yeah. So that, that is, that, that's, your, that's your answer? That's my I'm answer. That's your answer. Oh. Okay, now I'm going to ask Elder. Hey, Elder, do you agree with that or you want to add anything to what Mother just said? Now, what are we doing? We got a lot of time, see? Now, see, what I want to do is find out, do you agree with what Mother just said or do you want to bring anything to the table? You can say, hallelujah, well, that means you agree with what Mother said, or you can bring something to the table. So it's up to you, Elder. Let's see what, let's see what, what we're working with. Well, Mother just got through saying, okay. do you agree? All you got to say, hallelujah, um, or do you want to add some mess to it? Take your time, Elder, come on. What, what I'm going to add, are we still in verse 32? Well, what I want you to know, or, I want to know, do or, you agree with Mother yet? Or do you want to add on to what Mother said? That's what I want to know. You agree with what Mother Moses got to say? I'll say hallelujah. I'll say hallelujah. Curse to the children of Israel. I said, 
She said, well, I'm just going to be upon a curse. I said, okay, that's the question. What was, well, if I told you that in the Bible, well, I'm going to be upon a curse. So you see that? See the mind fish here? He said, I mean, regardless. You got some that say, well, I know the Sabbath day is sundown Friday, sundown Saturday, but we're going to continue to do Sunday. But see, Sunday going to get us down the bottom of the lake of fire, oh, Mr. Preacher. I know, but since everybody else doing Sunday, I'm going to go to the end crowd. You see, but see, that's the problem. We got to break away from the end crowd. Like I told her later, I said, well, I can show it to you. She said, well, I'm still, I mean, I, I wrote Bip on a curse because I love my blonde hair. Yeah. And you watch the best, the best of them, that is uh, children of Israel descent. They got some kind of blonde in their head. And they really think they, well, they are pleasing the world. But blonde in your hair do not please your mighty one. And see, the preachers don't know this, but we do know that. You know, so I ask the question, because my job is I don't say nothing. But I, you know, I, I got a good enough spirit on me, but I got past. She didn't, she didn't sock me at all. She dialed with me a little bit because I, I got the right spirit, you know. And she told me, I listen to the broadcast when you show me in the Bible where, where blonde hair is uh, is not that the Almighty one in your head. I, I'll be listening to the broadcast. As a matter of fact, I just got a text from her. She said, I'm listening to you right now. See ya. So, well, guess why We never know what we're going to be saying in a broadcast. And that's what we said, those that make the tapes and stuff. You know, whatever, whatever the lesson that, that we talked about in the top part of Saturday, then put a label on it, whatever that was that, was, that you heard. Because we, we teach spirit-led. So now, Since this young lady says she gonna be on a broadcast listening, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what we said a minute ago, mother, and I'm gonna take a look at the blonde hair for a minute. I wanna see do do the Almighty say anything about you know the blonde hair? Do we make any statements about blonde hair in the Bible? So, Elder, let's run to the biggest Elder for a minute. Now, the biggest book. It's called Heavenly Tablets, the first five books. Let's see what the Bible points out anything about blonde hair. And what do he say about that? Since the young lady is listening about blonde hair. And we're going to the 13th chapter, Elder, of Leviticus. Now we're going to see what it says. In the 13th chapter, Let's look at verse number 29 and 30 and 32 and 35. Let's look at what he says in Leviticus chapter 13, verse number 29, 30, 32, and 36. Elder, take your time and let's say 
matter of fact, before you read that verse, read verse number one. Read one to make sure we know who talking and who we talking to. 13 verse 1 of Leviticus. What is it in 13 verse 1? 13 verse number 1 of Leviticus. One says, And Yahweh spake unto Moses and Aaron, saying, Oh, so now we clear, this is the Almighty talking. Now we clear the Almighty talking. It's not me talking, the Almighty talking. What he says in verse 29, 30, 32, and 35. Now, Yahweh is talking to Moses. Moses is talking to Aaron. So skip down to verse 29, 30, 32, and 36. What do you say, Thirty-six. Verse number uh, twenty-nine says, "If a man or woman have a plague upon the head or the beard, thirty, then the priest shall see the plague, and behold, if it be in sight deeper than the skin, and there be in it a yellow thin hair, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean." And it is a dry skull, even a leprosy upon the beard, upon the head or beard. Verse number 32. 32 oh, hold on, yo. Hey, hold on. Hold on, yo. Turn on for, for the national audience's sake. You see the word yellow, say yellow thin hair. That means uh, blonde hair. Yellow is blonde hair. You know, Blonde hair, like I, I told the young lady, I said, I don't have my glasses on. I said, what color is the hair in your head? She said, it's blonde. I said, oh, okay, I didn't have my glasses on. She said, that's blonde. Don't it make me look cute? I said, well, according to the world it do, but not according to the Bible. <laughs> that, that's how it came up. I said, yeah, according to the world it's cute, but not according to the Bible. She said, what do you mean by that? I said, if I show you the Bible that, that is a uh, a no-no to the mighty one, and you and you're upon a curse by having it. What do you think about that? You well, I'll be upon a curse. I look cute. I say, yeah, to the world. So that, that's that's where you look. So now, so you read the word yellow, thin hair, because the yellow hair, you know, thin hair. You know what they do? They braid their hair up now, and they put extensions in their hair and tie it in some kind of way. You see the black hair and you see the gold hair or the yellow hair, which is called blonde, you know, rest of the day. You see it, right? She said, that makes me look cute. I said, yeah, to the world. Now, with that understanding, for the national audience's sake, what's saying in verse 32, Ella? 32 says, and then the seventh day, the priest shall look upon the flesh, and behold, if the scowl spread not, and there be in it no yellow hair, and the scale be not in sight, deeper than the skin. Mm-hmm. So, all right, if, if, if you don't got the hair out your head, then that's the, that's the opposite of being unclean. So that's the opposite of being unclean if you are taking that out your head. You take it out your head. So then that's the opposite of it. My fact. Read verse 34 just to make sure 
Then it says that in verse 34, you know, verse 34. Okay, verse number 34 says, And then the seventh day, the priest shall look upon the scalp, and behold, if the scalp be not spread in the skin, nor be in sight deeper than the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him clean. He shall be, he shall wash his clothes, and he be clean. And be clean. Oh, you, you'll be clean, but wait, wait a minute, y'all. For the nice northern sake, you'll be clean because of what reason, 32? But then in the fourth line, now what makes you clean again? According to verse 32, the fourth line. There what? There what? In the fourth line. There what? There what? If the scale be not, if the scale be not spread in the skin. And no, hold on, yo. Hold on, yo. around another member 
of the twelve tribes of Israel. This is how you both present yourself. Verse 44 and 45, what does it say? Leviticus chapter 13, verse 44 and 45. 44 says, He is a leprous man. He is unclean. But you shall pronounce him ugly. His plague is in his head. 45. And the leper in whom the plague is, his soul shall be rent, and his head bare, and he shall put a covering upon his upper lip. And she'll cry, unclean, unclean. So when you come around a noble, uh, a noble member of the twelve tribes of Israel, bloodline, and you got yellow hair in your head, the first thing you go to say, first thing, first thing you go to say, when you come around a noble member of the 12 tribes of Israel, according to 45, read that again, and I'll see you make a comment on it, what you're supposed to do. When you come in contact with another bloodline Israelite, this is what you're supposed to do with that Beyonce, Beyonce hair in your head. This is what you're supposed to do according to the Bible. What do you say you're supposed to do in verse 45, else? Forty-five says, and the leper in whom the plague is, his clothes shall be rent, and his head bare, and he shall put a covering upon his upper lip, and shall cry, unclean, unclean. See that? So if you got yellow thin hair in your head that make you look nice to the world, when you come and be around another member of the 12 tribes of Israel, bloodline. You're supposed to say, loud voice, I'm unclean, I'm unclean. Yep. So when you got yellow, thin hair, and you see, it's good to tell your grandbabies, because your grandbabies watch the TVs and all that, and, they, and they'll tell Grandma, hey, Grandma, can you buy me some, some blonde hair to put in my head? Because it look nice on there. You know, they got a commercial saying, blondes have more fun. You know, like, uh, what's her name, Marilyn Monroe? You know, Marilyn Monroe with the blonde hair on her head. Blondes have more fun. See, that's what that, that's what I'm saying to do for you, but that's contrary to the Bible. So we need to know these things because when you go to your uh, Sunday worshiping, the pastor is not going to tell you nothing. Into blonde hair is a is a curse to the twelve tribes of Israel. And if you got blonde hair in your head, you both say with a loud voice, cry out, saying, "Unclean, unclean." See? Don't you see that? You see what you learned on the way of learning something? And that's the conversation we had today on the bus. So now, and now the young lady just got to texting those here. He said, wow, I didn't know that was in that book. I see a lot of things that not known in this book. That's why it's so important to support this ministry for the land, school, bank, and all the radio stations where we can help grandma, you know, understanding aunties, you know, that we got to stop spending our money, but that was not bread. 
Because we can't be loyal to something that can be thrown to the bottom of the lake of fire. We got to be loyal to the word that we're going to be loyal to. Now, Mr. Preacher, I'm just loyal to the word. So, so what we're going to do, uh, we're going to bring our other mother, another mother out of Camp 1 that came on stage. She said, you know, I, I can stand hollering that microphone real good because I, I like hollering that microphone too. So I'm going to come on airways and hollering that microphone. I can say the, har- the harvest is plenty, but the labor is through. See, this is a big job here. That's why we got to get to the path for the school to be able to recognize things. When you sit in the school, we both be able to recognize things that's taught and people's and where to meet them at through the page of the book. That's all you got to do. Just know how to meet them, not by appearance now. You meet everybody from the pages of the book. That's how you make a call it, by the pages of the book. So we'll bring another one of our mothers in, uh, Mother E. You see, I, I'm going to holler at the microphone a little bit, too. All right, then. Good. Hey, Mother E, one of the mothers out of Camp 1. Y'all quite busy at seeing Roy. Yeah, well, bless you, see Israel, a seed roar. Hallelujah, boy. Hallelujah, boy. See, one thing about these mothers, if they get up, they're dropping on you. See, that's what we're trying to tell you. You got to have the right spirit. They're dropping on you. About just reading the book. See, we got to help our mothers, and the mothers got to help the, the those when they when you're taking your babies over grandma's house, grandma got to be sitting around now helping them before they even get to grade school now. Because as soon as they get to grade school, they're going to mess them up. They get, I mean, they'd be two years old messed up. And that's why we got to come in and help grandma and, and grandpa help these offspring while they're still in their youth. And uh, then, then we're going to get us a way of doing my good and faithful service. And we're going to get that. Because, see, we got a lot of stuff to do and some dust in Yaqua. And like the elders say, Dick Dickinson said, how do you get so much out of one book? You know why we get so much out of one book? Hey, hey Mother E, the reason why we get so much out of one book, Mother E, and 119 of Psalm, verse 1, or 99, 100, and 104. The reason why, hey, Mother E, the reason why we get so much out of this one book, because of Psalms 119, verse 1, or 99, 100, and 104. What did it say there, Mother E? Book of Psalms 119, verses 1, 4, 99, 100, and 104. Psalm 119, verse 1. Verse 1 reads, Blessed are the undefiled in the way who walketh in the law of the Yahweh. Verse 4. Thus has commanded us to keep precepts diligent. Verse 99. 
I have more understanding than than all my teachers, for they, for their testimony, are my meditation. Verse one hundred. I understand more than the ancient, because I teach the precepts. Verse one o four. Through the precepts, I get understanding. Therefore, I hate every false way. Hmm. So, Mother E, we get understand to the, the precept, and we do it any other way than get our understanding without using the precept. It is a what kind of way, Mother? False way. So now, the next time you go to that pastor and you sit among him and you hear him open that Bible and he don't precept the Bible to give the answer, he let he'll tell the answer without precepting the Bible. According to 104, mother, what kind of way is that, mother? Okay. That's a false way. And see, then and there, we'll know exactly what to do. When we find out that preacher who's been going all the time is teaching us according to 713. Hey, mother, we're going to, we're going to find out what that preacher been doing to us all our life. We're going to Mark chapter 7. And we're gonna we're gonna pick up at verse number. Let's see what verse we want. We're going to Mark chapter seven. See, we know that this pain is coming around the corner now, mother. So now, but we have to be what we say and think or not. But we have to be aware of our surroundings. Let me tell you, let me tell you, your babies when they, when you go outside, be aware of your surroundings. Yes. He said, baby, now look, when you go outside, be aware of your surroundings. Just don't go out there and don't be aware of your surroundings. That's what you tell them. So now you got to find out what it says in the book of Mark, chapter 7, Mother E. Now, Mother E, they're going to make a profound statement in 7. And we'll look at verse number Mark chapter 7, verse 6, down to verse number, let's see, 6 down to verse 9 and 13. Mark chapter 7, verse 6 to 9 and 13. Let's see if it says we can read. Mark chapter 7, 6 down to verse 9 and 13. Hey, hey Mother E, what that say there? Come on. Mark chapter 7, verses 6 to 9 and verse 13. Mark chapter 7, verse 6. He answered and said unto them, Will he answered and said unto them, Well, has Isaac prophesied of you, hypocrite, as it is written, as it is written, this people honors me with their lips, but they but 
their mind is far from me. Verse 7, how be in vain do they worship me, teaching for doctrine the commandments of me. Verse 8, for laying aside the commandments of Yahweh, ye hold tradition of men, as the washing of pots and cups, and many other such things you do. Verse 9, and he said unto them, Full well, you reject the commandments of Yahweh, that you may keep your own tradition. Verse 13, make the word of Yahweh not effaced through your tradition, which you have delivered, and many such like things to you. You say that, what, what did you again in, in, in verse number nine, mother? What, what did, um, it, now, this is, um, Yaquah the son, he's telling you that you reject what was written in the book. He says, what do they do? Because remember, Jose was telling you about him being on the bus, and he was talking to a young lady about her blonde hair. She said, well, that blonde hair make me look cute. I said, yeah, cute to who? To the, to the world? I said, according to the Bible, that's a curse. She said, well, I guess I'll give on the curse. She said, well, what verse is that? I said, well, I'll tell you what. You listen to the broadcast tonight, and for, if, if the Almighty's will, we'll walk right into it spirit-led. And so how we just walk into it spirit-led? So now, Mother, and verse number nine, see, we got to understand one thing. We, we are so loyal to these pastors that teaches us on the wrong day because traditions of our mothers, fathers, you know. But we got to be loyal to the man that carries this salvation. See, soon or later, you got to be loyal to this man that got the salvation. You know, got the whole world in his hand. You got to be loyal to him sooner or later. So it's going to cause you by being loyal to a man because of everybody else is tied to his hip. No, you got to make a decision. You got to be loyal to this Bible, what the words say, not what your pastor says if he's not quoting the words. Look what Mother get ready to read in verse number 9. Hey, Mother, what you reading in verse 9 there? Come on, Mother. Okay. Mark chapter 7, verse 9. And he said unto them, Full well, you rejected the commandment of Yahweh, that you may keep your own tradition. See the demon? See, they rejected the commandments of the mighty one. And now they they join traditions. See, they rejected what the commandments of the mighty one. Hey, mother, 
do in Luke 4.16. Let's talk about the, the mighty one in Luke 4.16. What did the mighty one do when he came in the body in Luke 4.16? What did he do, Mother? The book of Luke, chapter 4, verse 16. Luke, chapter 4, verse 16 reads, And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue, the temple, on the Sabbath day, and stood up for to read. What day was his custom to go into the temple, mother? What was his, what was the Almighty One? What was his custom? What day did he go to the temple site, mother, according to Luke 4, 16? What day, what day was that? The Sabbath day. The Sabbath day. And, and, and what did he do, mother, on the Sabbath day? What did he do? On the Sabbath day, according to four sixteen, what do you do? <laughs> okay. What did what did he do, Mom? In four sixteen, what did, what what did he, he doing in four sixteen? Read verse seventeen, <laughs> just to kind of read verse seventeen. Goodbye. What did he do, Mom? In verse seventeen. <laughs> Verse 17, and there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah, the seer Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. Mm-hmm. So when he got his temple, mother, he asked for a book, and he started doing some reading. That's what he started doing, mother. He asked for a book on the Sabbath day, then he started doing some reading. I wonder what day was that. Let's find out what day was For your first job uh, working as an intern with Will Smith, you say to them, look, I have to have the Sabbath off, which may I just confess that I learned in my first meeting with Devon, all these years I thought the Sabbath was Sunday. Yeah. I've been going to church. We say worship on the Sabbath, worship on the Sabbath in the Baptist church. And you corrected me. You said, no, Sunday is the first day of the week. Yeah. Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. That's right. That's I right. stand corrected. <laughs> Amen. So you go to your first job yeah. with Will Smith yes. and say, look, I'm really excited to be here, but well, I have to have Friday. Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown off. So, uh. So, so, mother, according to that big dig, that big dignitary, what day did the Almighty go to the temple site and stood up to read? What day was that Sabbath day that he went on, mother? I have to ask notice. What day did uh, he go to read his book and talk to the children of the book? What day did he do that on, Mother? The seventh day. That's Saturday. That's what, Mother? The seventh day on Saturday. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Um, 
Mother D. Israel, you, 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 you agree with that, Mother? You want to say hallelujah out of that, what Mother just said? She said the seventh day is um, Saturday. Do you agree? You say hallelujah out if you agree. Hallelujah out Okay. Well, he went, he went what you call Friday night. He was there Friday night. He went Friday night, and he, he drifted all the way in to the closing of that uh, beginning of that seventh day. He was there Friday night to Saturday night. That when he was there. Friday night to Saturday night. So number one answer is Friday night to Saturday night. That's what he went to. He went to the temple Friday night, and he was there to Saturday night. So that's the number one answer. Here's the beginning of the Sabbath day. Friday night is the beginning of the Sabbath day. So when he got there was the beginning of the Sabbath day. And that was Friday night. When the sun set, Friday night, that's when he got there. And he was there until Saturday night. So that's the number one answer. The Sabbath day is Friday night. This Saturday night. So Oprah gave the number one answer about the Sabbath day. The Sabbath day is Friday night to Saturday night. For your first job uh, working as an intern with yeah. Will Smith, yeah. you say to them, yeah. look, I have to have the Sabbath yeah. off, yeah. which may I just confess that I learned in my first meeting with Devon, all these years I thought the Sabbath was Sunday. Yeah. I've been going to church. We say worship on the Sabbath, worship on the Sabbath in the Baptist church. And you corrected me. You said, no, Sunday is the first day of the week. Yeah. Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. That's right. That's I right. stand corrected. <laughs> Amen. So you go to your first job yeah. with Will Smith yes. and say, look, I'm really excited to be here, but well, I have to have Friday. Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown off. So... The number one answer is the Sabbath day starts Friday night and it ends Saturday night. That's the number one answer. So when Yaqua is coming to that temple, he's coming there Friday night, and that's the beginning of the Sabbath day at the temple. And he he was he remained there until the closing of the temple, which is Saturday. So whatever way they had it in between, they were doing. But that is the that is the Bible Sabbath day. Friday night it is the beginning of the Sabbath day. And Yahweh the Son was at the temple, and he was there until the closing of the Sabbath day, which is when the sun started setting in on Saturday, and when the sun go down, that's the end of the Sabbath. There is a difference. That's that's the number one answer. Friday night, Saturday night. Now, Apostle Paul, Mother Mother E. Now, Apostle Paul, let's see what Apostle Paul did, Mother. Because everybody loves to quote Paul all the time. Let's see what Paul did in 18, verse 4 of Acts. What did Paul do? We love to quote the Pauline doctrine. The Pauline doctrine. 
Let's see what Paul did. Let's see what day that he worshiped on. We're going to 18, verse 4, Mother E. We're going to find out what day that Paul worshiped on. Acts 18, verse 4. What does it say there, Mother E? Book of Acts, chapter 18, verse 4. And he reasoned in the temple every Sabbath and persuaded the Y'all got Judas and the Greeks. Y'all got mm-hmm. Judas, the southern side, uh-huh. and the Greeks, the northern side. Mm-hmm. So Paul, he reasoned in the temple every Sabbath day. So Paul made it his business to make sure he got there every Sabbath day. He made sure he was, I don't care where he was, in town, out of town. He got to a temple site every Sabbath day. That means beginning of sundown Friday to sundown Saturday. Now, let's see what do you do on that day, Mother D up Israel. What do you do on that day, sundown Friday? Sundown Saturday. What do you do in Leviticus 23, verse 1, 2, and 3? What do you do, Mother, on Sundown Friday and Sundown Saturday? Let's, let's, let's see who's talking on Sundown Friday, Sundown Saturday. Leviticus 23, 1, 2, and 3, Mother. What does it say? Okay. Leviticus 23, 1, 2, 3. And it reads, And Yahweh spake unto Moses, saying, Verse 2, Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, Concerning the feasts of Yahweh, which you shall proclaim to be a righteous gathering. Even these are my feasts. Verse 3, Six days, Shall work be done, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of rest and righteous gathering. You shall do no work therein. It is the Sabbath of Yahweh in all your dwelling. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, now, Mother, for the national audience sake, when is the beginning of the Sabbath day? What time do the beginning of the Sabbath days according to what we just got to read? But just for the national to be clear about when is the Sabbath day start? What time do the Sabbath day start, Mother? In the evening. And, and what that mean? In the evening. Give me a little bit more for the national. Give me a little bit more on that. In the evening, what's that mean? In the evening. Friday evening. Friday evening <laughs> oh, is a So, huh? Sabbath day, the beginning of the Sabbath day is Friday evening. That is the mm. beginning of the Sabbath day. Now, what was 
one of the seers doing? What was one of the seers doing, mother, on the beginning of Sabbath day? We're going to Luke chapter 1. Very interesting. We're going to Luke chapter 1 to see what was, what was he doing on the beginning of the Sabbath day. We're going to see what, what was he doing in Luke chapter 1, mother. We're going to see what was he doing on the beginning of the Sabbath day. What was this big dignitary doing? We go on and look at Luke chapter 1, verse number 8. And we're going to look at 8 down to the 11. Let's find out what is he doing on the beginning of the Sabbath day. Luke chapter 1, 8 down to verse 11. What do you say that, Mother B of Israel? What do you say? Luke chapter 1, verses 8 through 11. Verse 8. And it came to pass that while he executed the priest's office before Yahweh in the order of his course. Verse 9. According to the custom of the priest's office, his lot was to burn incense when he went into the temple of Yahweh, verse 10. And the whole multitude of the people were praying without at the time of incense, verse 11. And there appeared unto him an angel of Yahweh standing on the right side of the altar of instinct. Mm-hmm. So the people, they were there because that big dignitary job was to get in there and burn incense, that means turn the lights on. So the people was outside waiting on the lights to come on. So what time was they turning the lights on? That was Friday night. So the seer's job was to get to the temple and turn the lights on. So that was his lot. His job was to get there and, you know, they put all the oil in the lamp and the lights and get the lights on because the people were standing without. So the Israelites, the people was without because the seer's job was to get there and get the lights on. And once they got the lights on, they was without, and then they came in. But they, but, but it was a little while for them to get in, but we didn't go into that lesson because the angel was right there with him, and he he didn't come back and open the doors up for a minute or two, but we're not going to get into that lesson. But the point we're going to get in this right here, it says to execute the priest's office before Yahweh in the order of his court. So he went in and burned incense. So what he do? He would turn the lights out, on. You turn the lights on. And mother, where was the people at when he was turning the lights on? So that must meant it was dark. What was there at according to verse ten? What was the people at? According to verse ten, read, read verse ten. Luke chapter one verse ten. And the whole multitude of the people were praying without at the time of incense. <laughs> so, so you see that, mother? 
as an intern with yeah. Will Smith, yeah. you say to them, yeah. look, I have to have the Sabbath yeah. off, yeah. which may I just confess that I learned in my first meeting with Devon, all these years I thought the Sabbath was Sunday. Yeah. I've been going to church. We say worship on the Sabbath, worship on the Sabbath in the Baptist church. And you corrected me. You said, no, Sunday is the first day of the week. Yeah. Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. That's right. That's I right. stand corrected. <laughs> Amen. So you go to your first job yeah. with Will Smith yes. and say, look, I'm really excited to be here, but well, I have to have Friday. Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown off. There it is. So we, on the sixth anointed camp, you have to be clear when we stand before the congregation of the children of Israel, it's let them know plainly. The Sabbath day is Friday night to Saturday night. That is the number one answer. And, and then we got to tell the mother day of Israel and, and elders, tell me the book of First Maccabees, elder Mr. Tibbs. Tell me first Maccabees chapter forty two to forty four. Then skip down to fifty one. Then skip down to sixty two to sixty four. First Maccabees chapter one verse forty two to forty four. Fifty one, sixty two, down to sixty four. Hey, Modia of Israel, what is saying yeah. in um Leviticus twenty four verse one and eight? Leviticus 24, verses 1 and verse 8. Verse 1 reads, And Yahweh spake unto Moses, saying, Verse 8, Every Sabbath he shall set in order before Yahweh, continuously being taken from the children of Israel by an everlasting covenant. So the whole nation of Israel will keep the Sabbath day when, mother, according to verse 8. 
Bible says, every Sabbath he shall set it in order before Yahweh continuously being taken from the children of Israel by everlasting covenant. Friday at sundown to mm-hmm. Saturday sundown. Mm-hmm. Now, that's how you edify the national audience. The Sabbath days when the sun set on Friday. When you out there, you just going to receive that paycheck on, on Friday, got off your job. But when that sun starts setting in, that is the beginning of the Sabbath day. And that big dignitary was running to that temple. Turn the lights on. Because the people was already there waiting to get in, but there wasn't no lights on. Now we understand that. They were waiting. They were praying outside. They were trying to get up in there. But they couldn't get in until the lights were turned on. Yeah. So that's when you edifying the national audience. The Sabbath day as the sun set on Friday. That is the beginning of the Sabbath day. And when the sun set on Saturday, that's the end of the Sabbath day. That's the number one answer. Elder, Mr. Till, First Maccabees chapter 1, 42 to 44, get down to 51, 62 to 64, you're on the clock, come on. Okay. In the book of um, First Maccabees. Looking at chapter one, chapter one, forty-two to forty-four. Skip to fifty-one, reading sixty-two to sixty-four. Verse forty-two says, "And everyone should leave his laws." So all the heathen nations agree. Chapter 1, looking at 42, mm-hmm. 41, 42 says, And every one should leave his laws. So all the heathen nations agreed according to the commandment of the king. Verse number 43. Yea, many also of the Israelites consented to his religion and sanctified unto his idols and profaned the Sabbath. 44. For the king has sent his letters. 44. For the king had sent his letters by messengers unto Yadah and the cities of Judah that they should follow 
the strange laws of the land. Verse number 51. 51 says, And the self-named man wrote he to his whole kingdom and appointed overseers over all the people, commanding the cities of Judah to sanctify city by city. Verses 62 to 64. 62 says, How that many in Israel will fully resolve and confirmed in themselves not to eat any unclean thing. 63. Wherefore, the rather to die, they might not be defiled with meat, and that they might not profane the righteous covenant, so they die. 64. And there was very great wrath upon Israel. So you see, back in the days, your forefathers and mothers, they'd rather die eat what we now eat. They tell you on, on that one I say, that one I say, the white meat, the, the, the new white meat called that pig. They ain't want nothing to do with no pig back in the day, but right now, we eat, we eat more pig we can shake a stick at. We eat pig now on January the 1st and say, well, January the 1st, we're going to eat us some hogs. And that's how we're going to bring the new years in. See that? See what the preachers going to talk to of children of Israel? Your forefathers and mothers, brother, died to eat some hogs. And now we eat a hog every chance we can. We, we can't pass the hog man up. And it told you plainly in Leviticus, uh, Elder, it, t- it told you plainly about eating that hog. Now, I'm in a preacher that you have been, when they tell a preacher, call this preacher and bless this hog, Mr. Preacher. He come and lay his old hands on top of the hog's head, and then he'll put a, now his blessing, he don't bless the hog. You see what he did? He don't bless the hog. Hey, but before you read Leviticus 23, Verse 1, 2, Elder. Hey, um, Mother of Israel, he unblessed the hog. What did Job, Ishakar's boy, say in 14, verse 4, with the precept of Sirach, 34, verse 4? What he said about that hog eating? What was said, Mother? Job, chapter 14, verse 4, then swing to Sirach, 34, verse 4. What did he say, Mother? D of Israel. Okay. Job chapter 14, verse 4. Job 14, 4 reads, Who can bring a, un- bring a clean thing out of an unclean? Not one. Sarat? Mm-hmm. You said Sarat what? Yeah, Sarat. 34, 4, precept. I said precept. Surat 34, verse 4. Precept. That's what I said, mother. Precept. Surat 34, verse 4. Surat 34, verse 4. Read. 
of an unclean thing, what can be cleaned? And from that thing which is false, what truth can come? Now, that, that big talk, Mother, now I need a precept in all we're on the right side of the book. They'll say, well, well that was said in the, on, the, on the left side of the book. So, Mother, see what you, now we, so we're going to have to catch them, Mother. That's why it's so important to be sitting in the classroom at the time of morning. Because they say, well, no, nah, that's on the left side of the book. As long as my preacher pray for it, pray over it, you can eat it, you know. All my preacher pray over it, you can eat it. See? And, yeah. and, and everybody, it's like an old commercial, Harrison, Rick. Everybody yeah. fights and switch. They say you can, you can, long as you um, pray over it, you can eat it. Okay? So then what you do when they bust their gums like that, mother? You let them bump the gums. I mean, you never never try to win the bump the gums contest. Let them bump the gums, and, why they, and when they come up with some air, then you be looking in the book called First Peter. You're looking in the book of First Peter while they bumping the gums, saying, no, if, if I would preach a pray, pray over that hall, now you get eat. Okay, good. You let them have it, mother. You let them have it. No. Don't try to get in there and uh, talk back. And look at First Peter chapter 1, and we'll look at verse number 15 and 16. It says in First Peter chapter 1, verse 15 and 16, and keep this in your mind what what we get ready to read by the chief speaker of the nation of Israel. Let's see what he says here. First Peter chapter one, fifteen and sixteen. What does say that mother D up Israel? First Peter chapter one, verse fifteen and sixteen. It reads But as he which has called you is righteous. So be you righteous in all manner of conversation. Verse 16. Because it is written, be you righteous, for I am righteous. Oh, so he says written. So now they, they saying, he ain't saying it's done away with. He says written. And matter of fact, mother, what it says in Romans 15, verse 4, behind that. It says it's written, mother. What's written? Romans 15, verse 4. What does it say that mother did up Israel? Romans chapter 15, verse 4. For what for whatsoever thing were written aforetime were written for our learning, that we through oh. patience and comfort of uh, the scriptures might have hope. Oh, so mother, what's written a full time is for our learning. It's not done away with, mother. So whatever we mm-hmm. read a full time is not, Mr. Preacher, done away with. 
it's for our learning. Otherwise, sometimes you have to teach your, your grandbabies a lesson. Say, baby, don't stand by that stove. You don't get burned, baby. But they, then you turn your back and the baby go there and stand by it again. Then start crying. See that? Now, you will learn something behind that because I told you not to do that. And you, yeah. soon, as soon as I try to sit down and give me a little air, give me a little wind, you rip back over by that stove again. Now, see what you did now? Now, come on, let me, now bring your finger over here. Let me blow on it, baby. Now, now, now Grandma's going to blow on the finger. See, now, ain't it all right? No, it ain't all right. But see, you got a lesson out of that. So when we tell you something not to do, then don't do it. That's all it's saying. Don't do it. Now, with all that conversation, Elder, be ye righteous because I'm righteous. Okay, good. Now, let's go on to Leviticus chapter 11, verse 1 and 2. And let's see who he talking to, Elder Mr. Tills. Who he telling, be ye righteous because I'm righteous. He wants you to be righteous. Leviticus 20, 11, I mean, Leviticus 11, 1, 2, and 7 down to verse 12, Elder. Let's see what, he, what he's talking about, Elder. Come on. Okay, Leviticus, that was uh, chapter 11, verses 1 and 2. And then come down to yeah, 11. Skip. And skip down to 7 down to 12. Oh, and, uh, 7 to 12. Leviticus chapter 11, reading verse 1 and 2. One says, And Yahweh spake unto Moses, and to Aaron, saying unto them, Two, speak unto the children of Israel, saying, These are the beasts which you shall eat among all the beasts that are on the earth. Swine, so he divide the horse and the clover twitter, yet he chose not to cut. He is unclean eight. Of that flesh, you yeah, shall not You shall not eat, and their carcass shall you not touch. They are unclean to you. Nine, 
these shall, these shall ye eat of all that are in the waters. Whatsoever has feeds and scales in the water, in, in the seas, and in the rivers, them shall ye eat. Ten. And all that have not fins and scales in the seas and in the rivers, of all that move in the waters, and of any living thing which is in the water, they shall be an abomination unto you. Eleven. They shall be even an abomination unto you. You shall not eat of their flesh, but ye shall have their carcass an abomination. Well, whatsoever has no fins nor scales in the waters, that shall be a, an abomination unto you. Verses 42 to 47. 42 says, Whatsoever go up upon the belly, and whatsoever go in upon all on all four, or whatsoever let me start that again. 42. Whatsoever go up on the belly, and whatsoever go up on all four, or whatsoever has more feet among all creepy things that creep upon the earth, them shall not eat. You shall not eat, for they are an abomination. 43. You shall not make yourselves abominable with any of the creeping things that creep Neither shall you make yourself unclean with them, that you should not defile thereby. 44. For I am the Yahweh, your Yahweh. You shall therefore sanctify yourself, and you shall be righteous. For I am righteous. Neither shall you defile yourself with any manner of creepy thing, creep upon the earth. Hold up, Brother Elder. Hold up, Brother Elder. So when people was writing, be you righteous because I'm righteous, he pulled that from right there. And what Peter was talking about, be righteous on, by not eating no hole, and don't touch no pig. 
That was Peter was talking about. So now we read, he said, be ye righteous because I'm righteous because it's written. Now we read what is, what is written at. Hey, hey, Mother D of Israel, what do we say, Mother D of Israel, in 1 Corinthians 10, verse 11? What do you say, Mother D of Israel? 1 Corinthians 10, 11. Yeah, what do we say? Okay. First Corinthians chapter ten, verse eleven, read. Ten eleven. Now all these things happen unto them for for an example. And they are written for our ammunition, upon whom the ends of the world are come. Chapter 1. Okay, we're going to go to uh, First Peter. We're in chapter 15. Leviticus. Leviticus. Uh, yeah, what verse? Uh, what verse? Uh, 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 u
shall know that I am in the midst of Israel and that I am Yahweh, your Yahweh, and none else, and my people shall never be ashamed. 28. 
And it shall come to pass afterwards that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, your old men shall dream dreams, your young men shall see visions. Thirty-two. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call upon the name of Yahweh, YHWH, shall be delivered. For in Mount Judah and in Judah shall be deliverance as Yahweh. Y-H-W-H, has said, and in the remnant whom Yahweh shall call, Y-H-W-H. All right. Now, my question, my question was to Mother, and the elder said, Hallelujah, Yahweh, behind it. I said, who is he talking to? What did you say again, Mother? Who are you talking to? What did you say? The twelve tribes of Israel. <laughs> and, and the elder said, Hallelujah, why he agreed. Is that right, Elder? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now now Mother E, do you agree with what Mother just said? And Elder said, Hallelujah. Why? Yahweh shall be delivered. 
But in not that Judas and in Judas shall be delivered, and the Yahweh shall and the Yahweh had said as the Yahweh had said, and in the limit whom the Yahweh shall call. Mm-hmm. And the remnant of and the remnant of Yahweh should do what, mother? Yeah. Yeah, what? And the remnant who Yahweh shall call. Should call, okay. Now, 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 read me, read me, one nineteen verse four of Psalms. Now, see, see, remember, like I said again, we clear up that the school is coming, and. They're going to test you to see if you if you going to stand on something. And and how you test somebody is through what mother get ready to read. The true way to test anybody is what mother get ready to read in 119 verse 4. Look at Psalms, chapter 119, verse 4. Verse 4 reads. God shall command us to keep that precept given. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so, so, to understand anything according to this Bible, we have to be clear. We got to understand what, Mother, according to verse 4? Okay. Uh, precept. Precept. That's how we understand. So whatever on the table, to understand something, we must understand through the precepts. Is that right, Mother? Right. Mother e? right. Is that right? right? Oh, good. Okay. Now come back again one more time. Now, to understand something, we must understand through the precepts. That's what we got. Now, read um, Joel 2, 32, one more time. Read it one more time, of Joel 2, 32. And remember, to understand something when a question is asked, how you get proper understanding is through the precepts. Now, let's find out exactly because Mordea of Israel, the elder you uh-huh. say, that is talking to the 12 tribes of Israel. Now, we're going to read that verse 32 one more time, and we're going to see something in that that we need to take a look at. Read that verse again, Mother, Mother E. Read verse 32 again. Joel 2, 32. What does it say? Book of Joel, chapter 2, verse 32. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Yahweh shall be delivered. For in Mount Judah and in Judah shall be delivered. Because Yahweh had said, and in and in the remnant whom the Yahweh 
still call. And the remnant that Yahweh shall call. And the remnant Yahweh shall call. Now write that word down. The remnant of Yahweh shall call. Now, this is where we get to understanding that. Here's what is game changer. Now, Mother D of Israel, read me Second Kings 19. Remember, the key word is the remnant. He said the remnant that he should call. The key word mm-hmm. is remnant. Write that word down, remnant. That's the one he's talking to, the remnant. He's talking to the remnant. R-E-M-N-A-N-T. Now, we're going to precept that to get some understanding on who is the remnant. Second Kings, chapter 19, verse 30 and 31. Now, this now. Now, watch what he's saying. The remnant, he's going to call. Second Kings 19, Mother D of Israel, pick up verse 30 and 31. Listen good. You you say Second Kings nineteen. I, I didn't hear the hear the verse. Verse thirty and thirty one. Thirty and thirty one. Second Kings chapter nineteen verses thirty and thirty one. Thirty one. I mean thirty. And the remnant that is escaped of the family of Judah shall yet again take root downwards and bear fruit upwards. Verse 31. For out of Judah shall go forth a remnant and they that escape out of Judah, Mount Judah, the zeal of Yahweh of hosts shall do this. Uh-huh. So the remnant that you read in Joel chapter 2 is not talking about the whole 12 tribes of Israel. It's talking about the remnant of who, mother? Judah. Yahweh, Judah. Oh, so you see what we're saying? So you see what those seals saying? He's not talking about all Israel. He's talking about Judah. When you precept the Bible, it wasn't talking about all Israel. He was talking about Judah. Now go to and go get a precept on it now. Now get another precept. Hey, mother. Yep, Israel. Hey, remember the national, they listen real good at the breakdown. We're going to get a precept again, mother. We're going to Isaiah 37, verse 31 and 32. Isaiah 37, verse 31 32. We're going to get a second precept. Isaiah 37, verse 31 and 32. What does it say, mother? Isaiah 37 Isaiah 37 Isaiah 
Isaiah 37, verse 31 and 32. 31. And the remnant that is escaped of the family of Judah shall again take root downward and bear fruit upward. 32. For out of Judah shall go forth the remnant, and they that escape out of Mount Judah, the zeal of Yahweh of hosts shall do this. Mm-hmm. So the remnant mother, what you talking about? All Israel and Joel two thirty two, after them two precepts. What are you talking about? All Israel, Joel 232, or what are you talking about? Judah, the remnant of Judah should escape. What are you talking about? All Israel, or what are you talking about? Judah? Talk about Judah. Excellent. Excellent, Mother. Now, Mother of Is teaching his Bible and how to get understanding is through the precepts. 
And he wasn't talking about no, all Israel. He was talking about Judah. Judah leads. Judah bring back the rest of Israel. Because this is what Yahweh says about Israel that we can read. We go on to Hosea, Mother Dear Israel. See, now Mother Z, make sure you write that down on them cards, Mother Z, because this might come up again. And you look on your cue card and you see, when they read that, it ain't talking about all Israel, it's talking about Judah. Because we're going to look at something that he says in verse number 7. What he says in Hosea 1, verse 7. Uh, Moses of Israel. It says in one verse seven of Hosea. Hosea chapter one verse seven. But I will have mercy upon the family of Judah, and will save them by Yahweh, their Yahweh, and will not save them by bow nor by sword. Nor by battle. So you see, I, you see, I picked out a specific group out of the twelve tribes of Israel, and who he picked out in verse number seven that he said he gonna do? Who he gonna save, mother? Judah, the family of Judah. Oh, okay. What the, what he says in verse eight and nine? Verse eight and nine. Now, when she had went low, low, low rush, somebody, she conceived and bared a son. Then, verse 9, then said Yahweh, call his name, Lo, I mean, for you are not my people, and I will not be your Yahweh. Calling you is not my people's in verse 10. Listen what we call it not his people's mother, verse 10. Verse 10. Yet the number of the children of Israel shall be as the sand of the sea, which not which cannot be measured nor numbered. And it shall come to pass that in the place where it was said unto them, You are not my people, there it shall be said unto them, You are the sons of the living Yahweh. Now, who is his people 
according to the spirit of Israel, and who is not people according to the children of Israel. Let's see what we can get out of this. Before you read that, hey, hell, read me Luke 24, verse 32. Read me Luke 24, verse 32. In the book of Luke, chapter 24, verse 32, reads, 32 says, And they said, one to another, Did not our mind burn within us, while we talked with us by the way, and while he opened to us the scripture? Yeah, it's not before you supposed to make your mind burn by opening up the strips. See, that's the game changer right there. Well, it's not before you got to make your mind burn. What kind of way? Open up the strips. Now, we just found out he wasn't talking to all Israel. He was talking to a specific group of Israel, and that group was the Judah group, not the Northern Kingdom group, because he said Northern Kingdom is not his people. But he said a place where they'll be called not my people, they will be called his people. So right now, the Northern Kingdom, what they call themselves? They call themselves Puerto Ricans. Mexicans, Hispanics, they call themselves Latinos. They all, 99% of them going, it's Roman Catholics. How can they be his people? He said, they're not my people. That's not the job of Judah got to pick them up. To tell them, come out of them Christian churches. Because you're not his Because your mind is not right. You think you are Puerto Rican, Mexican, Hispanics or Latinos, you everything but the children of Israel. So that's why Judah got the biggest responsibility on him because Yahweh is dealing with Judah only at the present. And we are Judah and we got to wake up the northern kingdom because 99% of the northern kingdom, they all Roman Catholics. You see that? That's why we know he wasn't talking to all Israel. He was talking to Judah. That's what he was talking to. Because Judah got to wake him up. Now, we'll get a precept on that, Mother E. This is how it's going to happen. That's why we got to, when we come to the broadcast, we got to really take notes and study these notes. Because all this is going to come up. You have a great big old school. And now, when a great big old school, and, and those of the six and camp got to sit in the class and listen to the teacher talk. You got to know what's going on. You got to know when he talking to all Israel. And, or, or he's talking to a specific group. It's just like a lineup. You got ten peoples up there want to snatch your purse. So we got 10 in the lineup. You remember what he looked like? Yeah, I remember what he looked like. 
look in the two-word mirror and tell me which one snatched your purse. You look through that mirror and you see ten mans up there. You said, that one right there. That's the one snatched my purse. See that? That's how you got to know about this book. You got to know he's talking to all Israel. He's talking to all Judah. Because he threw it all Israel. Until they do what? The ten northern tribes, until they do what, mother? Hey, mother, eat. Until they do what? And Jeremiah 31, verse 5 and 6. I'm through with the ten northern tribes of Israel. I'm only dealing with Judah until they do what? That we can read. And Jeremiah 31, verse 5 and 6. What do you say, Mother? Look at Jeremiah, chapter 31, verse 5 and 6. Jeremiah, chapter 31, verse 5 and 6. Jeremiah, chapter 31, verse 5. Thus shall yet plant vineyards. Upon the mountain of America, the the planet, the planet that shall plant and shall eat them as common things. See, for there shall be a day that the watchman upon my Ephraim shall cry, Arise you, and let us go up. To Yahweh Jesus, unto the Yahweh, our Yahweh. Oh, so one day, mother, the ten northern tribes is going to say what? See, one day, that's why we got to know what we're talking about, because one day, they're going to say what, mother? Hey, mother, eat. what is the ten northern tribe of Israel going to say? All right. We got to what what they gonna say, Mother? Thus shall shall ye plant vineyards upon the Mount of America. The planter shall plant and shall eat them as common things. Okay, now it's Christian. Okay, the verse um, upon Mount Ephraim. Yeah, cry, arise, you, and let us go up to Yahweh Judah, unto the Yahweh, our Yahweh. Uh-huh. So he say, it's going to come a day, mother, that Ephraim means the head of the, 12, the ten tribes of Israel. That's the Ephraim mm-hmm. is. He's the head of the ten tribes of Israel. He's a mm-hmm. sooner later, one day they're going to cry, and they're going to cry, and say what? Now, Elder or Mother Dear of Israel, y'all can jump in on this one. They're going to say what? What one day they're going to say? What is they going to say in the in a future prophecy? What they going to say sooner or later? What they going to say? Who will take that? Okay. All right, Mother Z. Bring it out there, Mother Z. Hey, Mother Z, bring it out. What they going to say in one day, Mother Z? Arise and let us, let us uh-huh. go up to Yachdah Judah. 
Tell you. 